Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. Also, you can make your money from your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store, or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. All right. Welcome, everybody. We're doing the next episode of the Wrestling with the Willies podcast. And today, we are finally joined by a woman. Yeah. on the show with Jeremy. You know, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we actually have a most, woman. Comment. Yeah, mo- most of it was like because we were watching the pay per view all together, and then I just overheard, overheard, uh, or overheard, yeah, <laughs> yeah overheard. <laughs> hey, I overheard it. But uh, anyway, we I overheard her shit talking when it comes to Charlotte. So <laughs> we get to talk about like I'm gonna let her fly when we're talking about the women's Royal Rumble match. But anyway, we're talking about Royal Rumble uh, and how there was only like six matches on the card. But it's kind of weird, too. We might as well mention the kickoff show. We never fucking watch it, especially if you guys have listened to any of the podcasts before. We usually don't fucking watch them because they usually always have the shit matches on there. Or they're like, hey, this match, there you go. You get to be in there. So this one, I didn't even know the title changes hands and shit. I hear it like during the women's Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, uh, Lacey Evans sabotaged Charlotte winning the uh, or losing the tag belts. I was like, what the what? It's like you didn't even show a damn hype package before, like nothing. You know, I didn't see jack shit. So anyway. It was Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus uh, Charlotte and Oscar, and they lost the belts to Shayna and Nia Jax with Lacey Evans' help, which it looks like she that's going to be a match that's on the WrestleMania card, and I do not care. Which shocks the hell out of me. Like I keep saying, I don't know why they keep uh, giving Nia Jax shit. Because oh yeah, and she hurt anybody- everybody she is in a match with i mean the last time on raw not even a week ago she slams uh dana brooke on her head trying to do this stupid power bomb yeah slash i don't know if she was trying to do that in the mode where she just like was like or she was trying to do a new finisher or something i mean i I would have thought that it was kind of cool but also at the same time it's a lot of wasted motion it's like hey i'm gonna power bomb you and then hold on I'm going to grab you in the air while I powerbomb you to choke slam you. It's like definitely something that you would probably see in WWE 2K17 or 16, I think, 
where they gave you the ability to pick the people up and power bombs and move them around the ring and power bomb them outside the ring. Uh, like one of these days, I'm gonna have to talk about the best like wrestling games ever type of shit because there's a lot of hate for me for the new current ones. But anyway, that's beside the point. But that's what Nia Jax's movie a move seemed like, and I'm like, that's why. We might as well get it out of the way. I was going to mention it at the end of the episode, but knowing that we're talking about Nia Jax again, I'm going to do a special podcast version next week where we pretty much essentially shit on fucking Nia Jax for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I'm I'm honestly kind of tired of seeing her, and I, I've been tired of seeing her in the in the um top picture for a while i think especially ever since she punched becky lynch in the face and then acting like oh sorry it's just part of wrestling no it's not just part of wrestling you need to like not that many people (laughs) not that many people just legit like sock you in the face unless it's like bruiser brody time where bruiser brody used to beat the shit out of people if if he felt like they did uh didn't respect his character and it, Come on, and I, man. Elaine, you know, I watch this a lot, and I know you don't, but you've seen those instances that I've talked about with Nia Jax. So. Well, yeah, and plus, if you're someone that's not, I mean, if you're obviously not doing things right and you're hurting people, I mean, that's a problem. Yep. And uh, so we'll talk more in depth about it next week anyway, but, like, you're just getting it out there while we're talking about it. But uh, anyway, so first match was Drew versus Goldberg. Pretty much a squash match. I think it should have went a lot quicker than it was. I think he should have just <laughs> like claymored him like three times and been done. You say that, but the funny thing is, how long do you think that match, match actually went? Uh, probably like, like three minutes, or four minutes or yeah. something. It was it only wasn't long. two and a half. Yeah. Yeah, so it seemed very short. I don't know if they counted the spear into the the barricade as like part of it, but I'm assuming that they did. But yeah, two and a half minutes. So I don't know if they counted from when they rang the bell to when it ended. Well, that's why I'm assuming that they wouldn't have counted it during the ring of the bell. Because it seemed a lot longer than two and a half minutes. That's why I was surprised when I read the time. Well, I mean, you know how Goldberg matches are. Well, I know they, they're mostly they all within fast, like two or three minutes. But what I'm getting at is the the whole thing, like when they came out to the end. Oh yeah, with the entrance, they probably added the fucking hype package. <laughs> they added the hype package of like when he came out, and he was like, "Oh yeah, this is for respect and this and that." But that match went, went how it should have. I think it was yeah. a stupid match Fuck to have. Uh, and then when I saw the hype package where they're like, oh, yeah, he hasn't lost in any of the matches that he's been in since he came back. And I was like, okay, so hopefully that means that Drew's winning because I don't really give a fuck about another Goldberg crane. Well, because yeah. I've had I've had the conversation where we don't need to be having part-timers had the fucking belt anymore and that even goes into the end of this damn fucking show which i'm gonna kind of shit on but that'll be like later in the podcast really but uh anyway so whatever it was that it was so i at least the right person won well what it so i know what elaine's 
I want to hear what Elaine has to say about this match. And, and what I want to hear is what she told me sitting in the room. Oh, <laughs> well, it was so memorable to me that I totally forgot as we were watching later, <laughs> later in the show, I totally forgot that match even happened. So <laughs> a big impression there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I think uh, or if you hear a dog go? in the background, my dog is dreaming. <laughs> yeah, like... I'm sure. I'm sure. Just dreaming. No, she is. She's but, uh, asleep and she's kind of barking. Oh, yeah. Being like, but that wasn't really yeah, what I was really talking about. I, I remember there was a kilt comment that I. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You oh, don't I see what you're saying. How I said I could, I could like a guy in a kilt. Yeah, yeah. you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my. I mean, especially fucking Drew's so damn. So my away. wife Holy likes shit. her some Drew McIntyre. <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, what's it called? Okay, so. Then this, it's a shame for most of the regular matches. I didn't really care for. Yeah. Honestly, the Sasha versus Carmella one, the one that was the month prior was way better than this one was, even though that I liked the counters and stuff like that, that they did in this match. I, I thought was cool and inventive, but also at the same time, it's like when you're trying to tell a story like the different and this was like another like straight up like regular match instead of like something different like oh yeah dq matches like fucking whatever if she if reginald got in the way then she would lose the title belt or so or like lose the match or some shit They've done something different instead of just doing a legit straight up match i think i probably wouldn't have been like oh my god i'm so tired of this shit like, because I was kind of, like, and I love fucking Sasha and Carmella, but I was just bored. Well, Carmella kind of, needs like, to. Because I wasn't yeah, really was paying attention to it. Carmella needs to, I don't know, she needs to learn how to sell stuff a little better or something. She she kind of was, had a few little mistakes in there to me that kind of stuck out. Oh, so. yeah, like that that one where they, uh, they were trying to pick each other, or no, never mind. I was thinking about that was during no, the women's no, match, I think, with you're Bianca thinking, Bielair You're thinking and, the same uh, thing, because there was a part where Sasha Banks had Carmella behind her, and Carmella went to grab her arm. Or, yeah, like she had the oh, one yeah, arm, that's what it was, went, yeah. I'm like, you need to make it more like Sasha's trying to grab you, like, that doesn't look right. Like, And then also, when somebody's trying to like punch you at your stomach, like, actually wait till it looks like they're actually punching you before you jump backwards like oh yeah <laughs> i think that's the that's the problem when it comes to because i imagine if i was a wrestler i, I think that would be the main problem that i would ha- have trying to do things is trying to make it look legit like, like you're right. actually trying to hit yeah like trying to time it right and trying to make it look like it hurts, but also not hurt the other person, right? Yeah. I would think that I would spend more time trying to focus on doing that than, like, in the, like, just Yeah, period, that's what I talked about. And I would on, on doing the actual matches and shit. It would just be trying to get it into muscle memory where it doesn't look like it's awkward. Well, that's- because there's certain people that do that where it makes it look awkward mm-hmm. where they miss a step. Mm-hmm throughout their match and you could see that they missed a step but then you got to keep going throughout it like 
that's like also in the women's match with uh, who was it? Bianca Belair was lifting somebody. I forgot who. That was the main botch thing. Oh, that that was I Naomi. Saw. It was like she was. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. It was like Naomi and her, and then eventually they fixed it by doing a double cartwheel thing, which I thought was cool. But <clears throat> that's what that's why I said that this match was okay. And I knew who was going to win, so it was like, why in the fuck should I care? I was kind of more like, hurry up and get to the Royal Rumble matches, well, that's really. Kind of, that's how I was well, with all the matches. That's kind of the problem. Like, I, just get to the Royal and, Rumble. And I'm going to, excuse me, I'm going to tout the fact that I talk about Sasha all the time being, you know, you were talking about the selling and being the most difficult to do. Sasha's the best, I would say, the best at it in wrestling out of anybody. I don't know if there's anybody else that sells better than she does. And I'm talking about on both sides. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, there's some guys that I, st- I still think could, I don't know, be on par with Sasha at least. I don't know. I would have to see, like, a match between her and, like, and like we were talking about how, like, it would have been cool if Becky would have came in at, and during the Men's Royal Rumble because her demand thing but like <clears throat> i don't know that's kind of a tough thing because i've seen a lot of good sellers out there so I'm like i i understand why you would think that i just oh, don't i'm know just saying right now i mean you know, in comparison yeah. to others you know there's definitely not one female out there that sells better than she does not one. Oh yeah and yeah, and that uh, does great matches with just uh, about yeah. everybody. Yeah, I mean, too. she's been touted for a long time and having the best matches. She's been involved in most of them. I mean, so it's there's a reason, right? So, but but yeah, I I think Carmella, she's good, but she's not great, and I think that's what in those oh, situations, yeah. and that's what I guess that's what makes AJ so good, though, is because he can. AJ Styles because he can elevate he could do people, a great match with just about even anybody. If shitty wrestlers <laughs> that he can oh, elevate yeah. them. And that's what Sasha can kind yeah, of do, that's what she can but do, not, yeah. I don't think as good as AJ, but her selling ability still. Yeah, and I don't know if like Charlotte could do the same thing. I right? don't think like, so. Because like a lot of people say, like Charlotte's the best out of Charlotte like, all botches too much women, to me. Like I, I always well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like I'm I know that Sasha uh, uh, does that every once in a while, like botches moves or whatever. But I'm like I definitely think that Charlotte botches more moves than uh, Sa- uh, Sasha does. Like uh, that. Um, so and especially I've had more like matches with Sasha. That I've enjoyed more than once with Charlotte oh, yeah. in them. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's like Charlotte versus Rhea. I didn't. I'm like, uh, I'm, I liked, but like, I would have probably loved it if it was Sasha and Rhea. Though. I find Charlotte hard, like, <laughs> or like, or Sasha and Oscar. Yeah, or yeah, I've said it in the past. I find Charlotte hard to watch. It's like I don't know if it's because of the way she carries herself in the ring. Or what? But it's it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. But it's I just watching her, and I and I, it might be because her the, the her way of wrestling is the same all the time. Like literally, 
she goes into a match. You, you were talking about, and we'll get to it later, but Roman Reigns kind of wrestles his match. I almost feel that Charlotte does the same thing. Like, oh, yeah. And her matches, they kind of go the like, same way every time. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like more like them thing or if it's a WWE thing. That's the thing. It's like, because like I've seen a lot better matches with John Moxley. Uh, yeah, I was just say that, I've seen yeah. a lot better matches with Luke Harper, but I mean, Luke Harper, rest in peace. Like, he did good matches with everybody, too. So, I mean, like, <clears throat> that's why I'm saying, like, them saying that she's the pinnacle of the women's division, like, they're saying that she's the best when it comes to the wrestling thing. I have to disagree. I, I like Charlotte wrestling, but they overexpose her. They uh, like she does decent matches or good matches with everybody, but I definitely think Sasha does better grade wrestling matches than Charlotte mm-hmm. does, and that's why I say that we're already getting into the the Royal Rumble match, so we might as well open up the floor to Elaine for her to shit on Charlotte for I don't know how long, but I just wanted her to fucking send out the vitriol because I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I just don't I don't know. I just don't care for her and I feel like she is I feel like she just uses her like because her whole persona is like off of what her dad did or something and it just bugs me. It's like be your own person for God's sake. And plus they and plus it always seems like she wins everything and it's like seriously I mean what about the other people? Come on. Like she's not that great. I just ugh, I just don't care for her. I'd rather see other yeah, people. And I and I agree too. It's like that's and that's the problem when it comes to a lot of the stuff that's on there too. Is that they try to like uh, they're like, oh yeah, she's the best or whatever. But like uh, they were talking about on an episode of Raw a couple of weeks ago, she was in three damn storylines. Really, you got like fucking other people that you could fucking push, and you're pushing Charlotte and three fucking things on Raw. Nobody needs to see Charlotte fucking three times. You got two hundred fucking people on your roster, and you're pushing one girl. Yeah, right. Like, because that's of who her dad is. Where, that's all. It's because Rick Flair's kid. And, yeah, and that's why I'm saying like a lot of people end up shitting on or like WWE has a habit to say no I had to work harder because of my father but nah, whatever fucking yeah right Bullshit. you know how many second and third generation wrestlers that they have over there that have been there for over 10 to 10 mm-hmm. years where they've had more of a spot than fucking half the dudes on the ro- the roster holy shit Randy Orton okay let's let's just spout him off right now Randy Orton there was Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes. They were both on there for a long ass fucking time until Cody just fucking wanted to leave. Then there was uh, Tamina. Then there was Nia Jax, which holy shit, that's definitely talking about preferential treatment on that one. And then I'm trying to think. They were talking about Santana Garrett and then Tessa Blanchard. But like also at the same time, they're kind of not in there. <laughs> Natalia definitely because she's been like one of the main go-to people on SmackDown or Raw, whatever the like. Even she was number thirty on the fucking Royal Rumble. Did you think you really needed to have Natalia there? You could have fucking put 
Alexa in that spot or anybody else in that spot. Yeah, but you know what? But you know what? Fine. You can't crap on Natalia though, because I mean, I feel bad for her though, and I know you probably don't watch these shows, but I what is that show called, Jeremy, with the with the ladies total, on it that we watch? I know Total Divas. The Total Divas. Like, you know, you find out that like they basically use her all the time to train everybody and shit, but they won't give her anything or whatever. I mean, they won't do anything oh, with yeah. her, and that's bullshit too. Well, that's why I say like that. Uh, that's why I'm saying is like it's kind of fucked up because I mean they've given her a position. But it's like, I've, I've talked about it before, too, is that they don't really try to, like, uh, it seems like she's sitting in a spot that they're, like, fine with. They're like, oh, yeah, no matter what, she could get good matches out of these people. She could train these people. Mm-hmm. She could do all this shit. But she doesn't need a whiff of the title belt. Yeah, she doesn't get any she of the glory. She could her face whenever. It's kind of yeah. like Big Show. Like, where they just put them in a role whenever they needed them to. And that's the type of bullshit that, uh, how it is. Because it's like doing the Women's Royal Rumble. I forgot what number Charlotte came in at. But I know it was high. It was like 26 or 24 or some shit. Like, up on it. And it's like, really? Did you really have to be only fucking there? And she's the last three. Oh, was it 15? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but anyway, that's still higher than some of the other people that were on. Yeah, uh, still halfway. Out of it, but, but still, and she lasted at the end. She was like the last third of three people that were in the ring. It's like, really? Do you think Charlotte needs to be at the well, end? Especially every when she time. had a match earlier in the she night. She could have, as soon as Charlotte Flair or as soon as Lacey Evans came out. It was, like I, I talked about this with, with y'all. It would have been fucking hilarious under that damn robe. She was like wearing a damn Ric Flair inspired thing that said "Nature Boy" on her ass. <laughs> that would have been that funny. Been fucking yeah. hilarious. And then she would have cheated to get Charlotte out of the ring, right? Like she could have fucking done. I'm like Ric Flair could have done something. Lacey Evans came in, knocked her out. They could have fucking put literally anybody in the third position and it would have, wouldn't have changed a fucking thing in the match. That's the only thing that I shit on that whole Royal Rumble match because I think that it was the match oh, of the night. Oh, it was night the match of the night, but I me. think they missed a golden opportunity, and I mentioned this with Alexa Bliss because that's the number one thing they've got on in uh, on Raw right now is her transformations. And they didn't even show it, which they should have at least gone there and let her go further. But no, what they do is she gets eliminated after a minute. (laughs) And doesn't even. Oh, yeah. She did like fucking barely anything in the match. She like wrecked house a little bit, but then her transformation started going. And then they're like flinging every week about how she transforms into the bad chick. And. But they had to use that time so that we could show the stupid Charlotte thing and how they got her out and her laughing and the, the, I just I don't know I, can't, oh, I just yeah. can't stand her. It's like it's like her whole identity. She comes out in the robe thing like her dad did. I'm like, really? That's real original. Come on. Yeah, and I mean, like that goes. Same goes for Natalia. Natalia takes the fucking best there is, best there was shit. True. I've True. talked about True. it before too. She does that a little bit more, and it would be nice if she did a spin on it, right? It's like one thing if you like take it, but it's another thing when you make it your own type of thing. And Charlotte's never done that with her gimmick, mm-hmm. right? 
when she's done the Ric Flair thing, she come out in the robes and stuff like that, and, and been kind of Ric well, Flair, but not the at the same time. She's never really done like a dirtiest player in the no. game. Promo, and the funny thing is, right, where she, she when she first came out in uh, NXT, she was just Charlotte. She wasn't Charlotte yeah. Flair. She was just Charlotte, and she was not even tied to Ric Flair when she first started, and then. It's like that's what she felt she needed to become what who she is. I mean, well, I mean, also at the same time, you don't know. Like, we don't know if like Triple H wasn't like because it seemed like they were kind of building to that because of the Natalia versus Charlotte match where she won the. Uh, I think it was vacated at the time because it was from Paige. Paige just won the Divas Championship from AJ. And then she relinquished the Divas champ or the NXT title. So then they did a match between Charlotte and uh, Natalia for it, where they had them both in the corners. So I don't know if it was a Triple H thing, or if they were, or if she pitched it, or whatever. That's the main thing I don't know about the wrestling industry. Is like I don't know exactly who pitches certain things unless they come out on a podcast start talking about it right but like still i mean like it would have been nice if she would have been like yeah i was against it for the longest time then they were like oh yeah let's do this shit blah 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 and then they decided to do it but like i don't know she just hasn't tried like especially she's more like a vanilla version of rick flair right like, I, I know that, and I'm not shitting on her because she's fucking a female either. It's just that she kind of, I'm like, if you're taking the image of Ric Flair and making it your own, I like the theme song, how she blended it with her own, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that, because I think that was the same theme that, uh, that they changed around. I think it was her original theme, but they added the Ric Flair stuff into it. For the longest, I'm like, yeah, at, I think it was sense, after she you know, won the DB like Championship. You know, but... She was going to take that role on persona wise. Her promos suck. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. He, she ain't like as close as good Alan promos. She talks so damn slow. Is. It's like when she says things, you even her woo is slow. If you listen to when she woos, it's slow. It's, it's oh, not yeah. like the. Yeah. Nature Boy Woo. It's well. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's been certain you know, times where I'm like, I, I liked one of her promos, right? But it's never been like a no. Ric Flair one, where it's like I've heard it and I was like, "Fucking, you get chills or whatever," and you're like, "I believe what he's saying," right? <laughs> like the dirtiest player in the game thing, where he said it like so many fucking times, where he's like the jet stealing, wheeling, dealing shit that type of stuff she's never had so it's like that's the only thing that she's missing is something of her own that's why i'm like i'm like all this shit and then them spouting her as she's the best kills uh, me lessons from lacey evans and how promo oh yeah lacey evans is pretty dope she's even good on twitter like i still think she is she isn't super great when it comes to her wrestling like her promos yeah. or her character <laughs> is a lot better. She like sticks to a lot of kayfabe too. 
that which I respect. Like how, like even after, like there's been videos where I've seen her meet people, and then she acts like she's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to touch you, type of shit. Where she's like acting like even afterwards, kind of like MJF, where like if he did a meet and greet, he would still be a dick to you no matter what. I remember when her so, and I, I mentioned, yeah. I think I may have mentioned it to you at one point when uh, Peyton and her were really um, trying to hype their tag team. And she posted something on Twitter and it was freaking hilarious. And I'm like, because they were continuing their whole thing on Twitter. And I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was yeah. freaking funny. It was. Yeah, it's just kind of like how the whole thing. I think the one reason why Becky Lynch went super huge was how she was shitting on fucking Rhonda constantly and she was jabbing at her like and she was hilarious every single time and ever since then she just hasn't had the same thing when it comes to anybody else but anyway there was a lot of cool moments in the royal rumble match True. anyway yep. uh, like uh, like the billy k thing where she was giving out the fucking resume to people yeah, that was funny it was fucking hilarious <laughs> holy shit if she does that all the time i wish that she did that for every single person that came out to the ring like like whenever she came out like even if she was at number one she's just sitting there chilling or like even before she was called she's just sitting there and just waiting until people come out and then she's like hey uh here's my resume i want to i want a tag team partner blah 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 and all of them shit on her every time that would have been dope but like they had, like there was a lot cooler moments in in the women's match rather than the men's match because there was a lot of cool spots. Like I noted, like I was talking about this too, like how Bianca Belair won, but like also all the moments I thought, like because they showed her like almost getting knocked out several times, so I thought that at one point she was gonna lose it, right? Because she was close, like at least six or seven times probably throughout the match. So, like, I honestly didn't think she was going to win I'm, because everybody was pointing to Rio Ripley winning. So, I was because they were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be our main roster thing, blah, blah, blah. So, I actually thought that she was going to be winning, especially when it was down to them, too. I was like, I thought that it was a shoe-in that Rio was going to win. And then turns out I was wrong. Well, you were close. <laughs> but, I mean, like, came that's why second. I'm saying, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm still fine with either person winning, too. I, I just was surprised knowing that it was uh, Bianca Belair the one. So now I'm intrigued with who she actually wrestles against, if it's going to be Sasha or if it's going to be Asuka. Uh, but I guess we'll find Sasha, out in a couple I would of days. Sasha. Yeah, that's what I would assume too, because I think yeah. she's on the same brand yeah. that the Street Profits are on, right? She's on SmackDown, so yeah. I would bet she'd so, go after Sasha. And that would probably be a dope match anyway. But uh, what's it called? I think so, they're, yeah, because I think I they're leaning towards Becky coming huh? back and facing Asuka at WrestleMania. Because, because she yeah, and it could be totally. They could totally mm-hmm. do that tomorrow too. And then she's like, hey, I'm done being a mommy for now. I want that belt back type of shit. So, 
that pretty much writes itself. But uh, what's it called? So, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else that was in the match. Uh, like, uh, Naomi kind of, like, did her move. I thought that was funny with Bianca Belair, like, how they... Uh, she used her hair to prop herself up, and then at one point they were using each other's momentum to get back into the ring. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That cool. That's what I was saying. A lot more better moments in this pay per view was with the women's rather than the men's, which was shocking to me. But I mean, not like uh, I would think that the women's match is trash, but I, I just it definitely was, thought I that think it was they the best match done without <laughs> Alicia Fox, but. Oh, yeah. Definitely fucking anybody else instead of a fucking Alicia Fox. Holy shit. Even though it was pretty funny with the 24-7 championship thing that happened. Where I mean, granted, I don't think she needed to win that shit. I would have much rather had literally anybody win that that belt off of him rather yeah, but then than after her. That, but that but guy that's got a story it. for another day. Even worse. Oh, yeah. That's what I was like, oh shit, so now he's going to be in the record books for being a fucking a, a 24-7 champion? That's why I say, like, the, uh, that's just a shit championship. They're just giving it to anybody, literally anybody that can. Like, I'm like, dude, can I be on TV so I can roll somebody I up know. and be a fucking hey, champion? If this podcast is popular enough, they might have us on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. That'll take a while, I'm sure. But uh, what's it called? So, yeah, probably the... Uh, I would probably say that this was... It's so funny because in the best of 2020, I, like, marked the Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens match, like, highly on it. And then this one was, like, my least favorite. Like, it was definitely my least favorite Roman Reigns-Kevin Owens match. Just because it, it was, was too almost, fucking slow. Yeah, I love Kevin Owens, but it was way was too one. fucking slow. Yeah, that's what I think. That's the main thing, and it had a crappy finish. Like, okay, the, uh, Kevin Owens gets handcuffed at one point during Raw or whatever, whenever it was. I forgot when. Oh yeah, it was during the a steel cage match that they did. And then he lost to it. Okay, so you know that he's going to get comeuppance from it. But okay, they end it where he handcuffs him. And then at one point, he knocks out the referee. Okay, that's cool. So they're both like recovering. And then Paul Heyman, instead of Jay Uso coming out, or even Paul Heyman coming out with a fucking damn uh, the cutters to just cut the fucking chain off. No. Paul Heyman has the key, even though that there were handcuffs that Kevin Owens had. It's like, really? I I get that most handcuffs have like the same type of key, but fucking kayfabe, man. At least to a certain degree. At least have somebody don't have Paul Heyman just, hey, I found the key. And then they took like 20 minutes to uncuff him. Where, that, like, at one point he was squatting to make sure that he didn't, like, he wasn't, he was technically standing for them to unlock his fucking damn handcuffs. It's like, dude, how about next time don't put it in a spot where it's hard for them to uncuff you? Yeah, we're pretty lame. I mean, I, like, oh. no, I barely watched that match. Because, again, 
I have yeah, seen it that's three what other I was saying. I, regardless of being a last man standing match, almost every single spot was done in their previous matches. Like even throwing him off the side yeah, of the, the one Thunderdome in the thing, last match that happened before on SmackDown or whatever, and it's like. Yeah, so you don't really care about it because you've already seen that shit already. So, like, that's by far, like, my least favorite, like, match that was on the card. I mean, not saying that it wasn't a bad match either. It's just, I hate matches when they end in crappy, stupid finishes, man. Like, every time, no matter what it is, up. Uh, party chat goes out or the battery oh, went out on somebody, your thing. I didn't mute my TV and... <laughs> Jeff logged on and it made the noise. So I muted. Sorry uh, about that. But uh, once again, no, it's all good anyway. I think most mm-hmm. people are gonna be like, "What the hell was that?" But uh, but yeah, like uh, I don't know. It was so boring. Holy shit, it was so boring. Like, and I don't want to take disrespect to the guys, but like. I want to be wowed and shit, and it's like, okay, this looks exactly the same as last month's, and then they ended it in crappy fashion, so there's that, guys. I've rated the other one highly, and then I've rated this one fucking super low. (laughs) What did you think of it, Elaine? I thought it was slow and boring. Well, she spent a lot of the time cleaning during this match, if I remember right. Yeah, a part of it. Calling her back in the room, she goes, "I gotta do stuff. I'm not missing anything." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically, yeah, pretty much. It's like, the, oh yeah, and I guess I should. I guess I should mention the Bad Bunny song, but like, I don't really care. Did, did I, like this, I'm one it. of the main people that. I I listened to a little bit because I was like, "Up, oh, it's time to skip." And then you're like, "No, we're not skipping it." I'm like it's the Bad Bunny song. And then eventually, like miscommunication happened, so I started watching the thing, even though I'm like, I don't know what he's saying. Okay, and then I see random ass Booker T just sitting there, and he's like, "You gotta get that sucker." It's like, why was he even out there? I don't understand why he was even there in the first place. <laughs> but whatever. Like, there you go. You know, celebrity thing. You know, 10 years from now, they're going to be like, Bad Bunny wins the fucking celebrity Hall of Fame thing because he dove on people. You know? It's like, okay, there you go. You know, uh, I'm sure that they probably paid him like fucking $10,000 or however much just to do that. You know, just to show up and then shit on other people. But but anyway, the the one that I thought was gonna be the best one probably turned out to be like the kind of crappy one. It had cool on um, some cool moments. Let me say, fucking Carlito, I popped huge for it. Jeremy knows. I was like, dude, fucking finally, especially off of him talking about on Twitter or wherever he was talking about it, and maybe it was a podcast or some shit where he was talking about. I was telling uh, Jeremy about, but they were talking about how I don't want to show up. I don't want to drive all the way this way for like a 10 minute spot and then go home afterwards and not get really paid for it. I would much rather want to wrestle if I'm going to do anything. So maybe him saying that 
Vince was like, okay, we could have you in the Royal Rumble. You know, so that was dope. And, and Carlito re- looked really good. Like, it seemed crazy. Like, I don't even know if he wrestles on the indies right now or not. Like, I, I definitely know that he ain't on AEW or Impact or any of those. It seems like once he quit WWE, he kind of quit. I mean, I don't know if he went to the indies or not, but I could search for that, but I don't feel like it at the moment. But but anyway, so they had cool moments like that, and the fucking Christian by far, I thought it was dope. Like, I don't think that they really need to spoil the Edge and Orton thing happening number one and number two. They're like, oh, yeah, sold on sports. Edge is number one. Orton's number two. I'm like, I don't really care. It would have probably, I would have probably popped harder for Edge and Orton at first if I didn't know it was happening. <laughs> like, when they tell me, the fucking day of, I don't really care. I'm like, oh shit, fucking Edge and Orton, yay. Especially Orton, I don't really care if I ever see him wrestle again. Just saying. I like Orton, but most of his damn matches have been kind of shit for me lately. I'm just like, eh, okay. Especially, I thought it was going to be funny if he showed up in Lucha face, still burnt, but then, of course, he didn't. <laughs> There was no problems, probably because he didn't want to wrestle a 45-minute-long match. with. Well, he didn't wear the mask at the end of Raw when he RKO'd Alexa either. He was just red. Well, that's what I'm saying. Come on, just keep the damn Lucha mask on. I wanted Lucha Orton, okay? Can I just get Lucha Orton? I want want hashtag Lucha Orton. (laughs) Trending. <laughs> I want I want Orton to see Lucha Orton. <laughs> Hashtag Lucha Orton. Cowboy Lucha, Lucha Orton. Lucha. <laughs> Lucha Randy. <laughs> Fucking have the Lucha mask on and a fake cast. You know, might as well do some flippy shit in there. You know, have a dot 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 dive. You know, but. <laughs> But anyway, I, I definitely was hoping that Daniel Bryan would have finally got his fucking win. That's like the only thing that he's missing right now. I think I talked about it when we were watching it. That it's like the only time that Daniel Bryan hasn't won something. It's like King of the Ring, which they probably would never give him anyway, because it seems like it tends to go towards the heels. But uh or the Royal Rumble. I think those are the two things that he hasn't done yet. He's like he gotten all the other titles. I think maybe not the. Yeah, he talked title, about the though, fact that he I hasn't know for gotten sure. the. Uh, I haven't looked that up. Royal Rumble yet. He he cut that promo. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like he should have gotten it, but like it is what it is. You know, like I can't like sit and be like, "Hey, Vince, just do it, man, just do it." But and that's that's the lame part. Like I liked how Shinsuke was in there and certain people. It was and like Damian Priest, they kind of looked him looked kind of strong in there. Even though that at one point I forgot who uh, eliminated him. Wasn't it like Strowman or something that got rid of him or something? Got rid of who? I forgot who got rid of him. Oh, Daniel but Bryan. I was like man, damn it, uh, oh. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Never mind. It was Corbin. That's who. 
I was like, fucking, yeah, of all was, people, fucking no, Corbin. I don't care about King Corbin. Get the fuck. Oh, I thought it was King Corbin, though. Like, because King Corbin got rid of him. Who was the other guy that he got rid of? I know he got rid of, like, Corbin got rid people. of Otis. I forgot. Yeah. And- oh, he got rid of Otis, too? And Damn, uh, I didn't see that uh, shit. But yeah, it seems like Christian and Otis is who I see on there. Oh, well, whatever. Like, it's getting, uh, I was just hoping that he would have lasted at least a lot longer or something. But like, once the Daniel Bryan left, it was like I was telling you, I was like, Oh well, I don't care if any oh, yeah. of these well, people yeah, survive then. Before it started, <laughs> like, because it was like Strowman, Seth. I think it was Strowman, Seth, Riddle. Uh, because I think AJ was out at the time, and then it was Edge and Christian, and then Orton, and then I was like, why would I care to see any of these people? Like. Edge has won, like, I think he's won the Royal Rumble once before, maybe. I mean, I could be wrong, but I thought he did. And then uh, Christian, I knew that he wasn't going to go for the belt. Orton, I was like, definitely a fucking hard pass on that one. Good Lord. I don't want to see Drew and Orton again, you know. And then, uh, what's it called? Then I was like, Strowman already won. So I'm like, I don't care to see that. So really, there was only like a few people. I would have seen AJ. It would have been dope if AJ won or Daniel Bryan, really. And then I was like, dude, it would be awesome if like the Fiend came out at number 30. Like all the lights went out and then he showed up in the middle and just wrecked house and got rid of like 10 dudes. But of course, no, he's lit on fire and he ain't coming back. <laughs> Like, what the fuck, dude? Really? Yeah, he's wonderful. That's the one thing that I hate. I'm like, they got rid of the best things in wrestling right now is the Fiend and Alexis stuff. They got rid of both of them and they didn't even have a whiff of it. Edge's one. It's like, dude, come on, man. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. I thought he won it once before because I know that the other one, I think, third to win it for number one spot. Oh, yeah, because I think the only other people was Shawn Michaels and then uh, Stone Cold, I think. Yeah, in 2004. Oh, Shit. And Shawn Michaels did it. Oh, was Rey Rey Mysterio like number two or three or something? I think it was like number two or something when he won. It was like either number two or number three. Huh? Oh, no, when yeah, Rey Mysterio won. I think it was like number two or number three or something. But uh, anyway, so that was the disappointing one. I mean, not saying that it's a bad thing that Edge wins. But like, as I keep saying on this podcast, where what are you going to fucking do with dudes 10 years from now if you keep giving the fucking t- uh, the title runs? Or like the title matches for your main card to part-timers. To guys that don't really need the title. Like Edge has probably had like five or six reigns with the WWE Championship. Has had the tag titles like numerous times. Like probably 10 or 11 times. 
He's probably had all the titles like 20 times, maybe. So why does he need to go against uh, yeah, why did he need with to this win is the Royal that They're going to go the path like of yeah, oh, um, yeah, Edge and Orton for the title. Ooh, buddy. Ooh, well, that's, that's just exactly what I'm looking forward to. What it seems like. And I think that was a rumor a while back. And that's what, remember when Randy. Oh, yeah. Like that, I think Randy that's what Orton we were talking won. about a couple of Originally, months ago. That was, was like when they, the reason yeah. was that it was going to set up Edge and Orton at WrestleMania for the title. And I'm like, come on. We yeah. saw him twice last like, year. You're almost rehashing WrestleMania. Like to me, it almost. I hope it doesn't turn out WrestleMania 37 as WrestleMania. What they wanted for WrestleMania 36, because oh, you yeah. know, oh yeah, it's going I'm to the same not. place it because was going to be at. <laughs> yeah, it seems kind of weird knowing that they're redoing well, exactly what they're going to do the year nice before. Again. I thought. Except I was like, so they're doing pirate again. theme shit? This year, yeah. Yeah, this year, yeah. Really? Are they doing two nights again? And not going to be any matches that I care about, really. I mean, like, it's going to be King Corbin versus Riddle or some shit. And then it's Elias versus Hardy or some shit. Well, excuse me. I would much rather see Sheamus versus Drew rather than Edge versus Drew. Or Edge versus Orton. Or, you know, it's like, oh, man. I'm not looking forward to what they're doing for WrestleMania. I, I hope I'm well, wrong. I said the same thing. I hope I'm wrong, really too. Good, but, but, like, if anything. It just seems like we're not. <laughs> we've, been, yeah. we've been fairly yeah. accurate this year in terms of what we've predicted, in terms of what they were going to do and what they weren't. Yeah, and then things that would be way cooler if they just did a certain other thing. But I guess uh, now that we're uh, done talking about the Men's Royal Rumble match, I guess we're going to end this one, I guess, and get ready for the Nia Jax episode. Oh, yeah. What should Elaine was thinking about the, uh, the match, too? I forgot. I didn't even... My bad. Oh, no, so I wasn't. I wasn't that interested. I was more. I was like messing on my phone more than really watching it, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a sad thing too, because the Royal Rumble matches are usually awesome. Right? Yeah, like they're. It's like certain uh, certain pay per views are always usually the best out of the year. It's like the Survivor Series is usually consistent for me now. The Royal Rumble. Sometimes WrestleMania, sometimes, not all the time. Like last year's WrestleMania was pretty good, but like all in all, but like, uh, and then I'm trying to think money in the bank and then really that's it. I mean, well, like, I mean, maybe, I'm not a maybe or- SummerSlam, but yeah. like, yeah, maybe SummerSlam, but SummerSlam has been hit or miss sometimes too. Well, so, I'm not a Randy Orton fan, so yeah, that would I definitely be, am tired of seeing Randy Orton. That would be a big nah. <laughs> yeah, like certain well, people, I'm just like, it's kind of sad for me to say, "Hey, I wish you were injured so you I don't see you on TV." And that's like King Corbin, and I don't watch Raw and SmackDown all the time, but.
But when I see him coming in the rumble, I'm like, fucking get out of here. <laughs> get eliminated like right now. I'm just, no. He's got true Xbox heat for me right now. And I used to love him when he was doing his lone wolf shit and everything. And then, <laughs> when he came out with the biker music and shit, that was dope. But then this shit where he comes out and he's like, hey, guys, I'm an asshole. You know, I, 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 no, no. Yeah, you're leave talking me about Corbin, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could probably do a whole episode on how much I get shit on fucking Corbin. Good God. I'm just talking about how fucking boring he is. Like, his ring gear is boring. His bald head is boring. You know, like, even his moves that he does over and over again. I mean, the one where he slides and he runs around the turnbuckle and he comes back in the ring and does the clothesline? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, they do it so fucking Yeah, he couldn't do it during the Royal Rumble because they, you know. I mean, he could have probably fucking did it if he wanted to. You know, but like, no. really, does anybody want to see that shit? No. <laughs> I, do, I don't want to see the fucking little topsy-turvy lariat that and fucking Dean Ambrose did all the damn time. I'm like, I'm, the curb stomp, I'm totally fine for. I could see him yeah. do that a million times. Seth Rollins, right? The, but certain fucking janky-ass, stupid-ass moves, I don't really care to see like a million times. But whatever. I'm going kind of off on a tangent. But uh, <laughs> what's it called? Okay, for all that, I guess we'll... Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the next podcast where we're going to spend a whole however long shitting on fucking Nijax on like how unsafe of a worker it, she is and a bunch of other things. So I got a lot of things to cover on that one. But if you guys like any of the stuff, you can follow our social medias at The Heart of Geek and on Twitch, it's Heart of Geek and uh, Facebook and stuff like that. All The Heart of Geek. So if you like any of that shit or if you want to recommend us uh, any other uh, old school pay-per-views to watch or whatever, just uh, post them on the comments on either the Facebook, Instagram, wherever, on our social media. And then We'll also probably do it know. eventually at one and point. Also, let us know what you <laughs> thought we've done about it before. us having a female on the panel. Oh, yeah. If you guys <laughs> want another female to join or uh, Elaine to be part of the uh, cast of characters on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but for all of us at the Heart of Geek and at the Wrestling with the Willies podcast, I will talk to you guys in Peace. the next uh, podcast. <laughs>